0: Right. We are going to get started today with coaching and I am so excited because coaching is the key that unlocks all the things. And it's so fun to see you all starting to see that too. This is something that I found about two and a half years ago for myself. And I'm so excited to bring this all to this community here at Beyond the Rank because I know that it is changing so many of your lives. I love getting your emails and your messages on Instagram, and it's just so fun to see all of your aha moments and, um, you know, how you're also telling your husbands that what they say to you is just a thought. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> okay. Lisa, we are going to start with you today, and then we'll go to Teresa. Lisa, what can I help you with today?
1: Hi, Emily. Um, you know, I've been thinking about what you can help me with, and I have so many thoughts. <laughs> I I find um, one of the things that I've been thinking about a lot um, based on what I've listened to is that I make decisions based on scarcity and fear in And both in my business and at home um, with everything, with most things that I don't know something about scarcity and fear. Um, I'm I'm someone who uh, the past year and a half, while every, you know, the shutdown, my business grew by four folds or more, uh, went from gold to a senior ruby. I my team we had weekly meetings we were doing all the things lots of zooms and then at the end of this summer in July I um, got the thing and felt really bad for a week or two and then h- had lack of energy and I feel like since then the engagement in my team has really dropped and so um, I don't know that I have felt that I have the thought of. Um, when someone messaged me, I'm going to say the wrong thing. And then another thought I have is I have literally a printed out all of my friends list from Facebook and not sure who to message and don't know what to do since I feel like I have this small circle right now, um, since I haven't seen a lot of people in a long time. So you can choose. <laughs> I'm totally open.
0: All right. So I love when we have a specific example of something that has happened because it helps us really take a microscope to something specific and then we can get in and I can get really nosy about it and ask you a bunch of questions. And, um, it just, it, it gives a unique opportunity for coaching because we can like go to it and pick out exactly what you did. Not what do you usually do when you're nervous, which is also fine. Uh, that just as an example, right. But what I heard you say is I got the thing and it, it's so interesting how none of us want to say the word, right. Especially because we're so trained on social media now not to say it. So we don't have like a tag come up on our, on our posts. Right. <laughs> so I got the thing, <laughs> we're going to be more specific in our circumstance line here because we just want to put facts there, right? So we can say, I got a virus. That would be accurate, right? Mm -hmm. I got a virus. And when did you get it again?
1: Oh, I got it um, on July uh, 26th. I actually thought that I had strep throat. And we were leaving for Maine on Wednesday, two days later, and uh, went to get tested and found out that I had it and then had my family tested the next day. And of all of us, um, all five of us, only four, four of us had it, but I was really the only one with symptoms.
0: Okay. So I got a virus on July 26th and your thought about it was the engagement on my team has really dropped since then. Is that what you yes, said?
1: That is what I said.
0: Okay. So That's my the, thought about it. <laughs> okay. The engagement on my team has really dropped since then. And how does that make you feel when you think that?
1: It, um, it makes me feel disappointed in myself. And when you feel
0: disappointed in yourself, what do you do?
1: I criticize myself. Okay. Um, Criticize, blame. Um, I blame who? Me. Okay. Because I think of the term. What I think of you or leaders saying the um, speed of the team is the speed of the leader, and so when I was down, and then um, it took me. I was fatigued for a while after that. Um, I didn't choose to do the things I needed to do. um, so that I kind of disappeared and now they've disappeared more than not. <laughs>
0: and when you say you disappeared, what does that look like?
1: We have weekly, um, Monday night team calls and prospect meetings to go from eight o'clock for our team call for a half an hour. And then a prospect call at 830 we've been doing for the past, over the past year, um, uh, where we had people in, I, for the first week or two, I had my teammate run them. Um, and just, I, and we have a team, um, Facebook message group and I feel I wasn't as interactive.
0: So does that mean you didn't attend calls?
1: Yes, I didn't attend some of the calls.
0: Okay. So didn't attend some of calls, but you did attend some.
1: Just
0: did not attend. did not attend
1: all of calls. Or most of the calls.
0: Okay. Did not attend most of calls. Okay. Um, you mentioned you have threads and chats that you weren't as interactive in. Does that mean, can you explain that a little bit more to me?
1: Um, when we're doing um, different events or um, team, team calls, sometimes I'll reach out also from the team call. To Put something in the team call, and then individually reach out to people and say, "I'm looking forward to seeing you at the the meeting." Or have you been able to find any friends to come to our prospect call? Or can, is there anything that I can help you with? Um, I haven't wasn't as proactive in that.
0: Anything else that you do or don't do when you feel disappointed? Thinking about the engagement on my team has really dropped since then.
1: I, I don't work my own business as much either.
0: So what does that mean when you say you don't work your own business as much?
1: I, I, um, I have found that I'm not doing as many lives. Um, I'm not um, posting as authentically. I'm posting copy and paste, but not authentically to get a lot of um, interaction. Um, I I have every day, I every day check my virtual office and my perks reports, um, but I'm not reaching out to new people because I was feeling blah. (laughs) Even after I knew I was starting to feel better, I had started developing, I felt like I was starting to develop a habit of not doing it. And then it was hard for me to get into the mindset of we need to do this. Okay. I also, um, up until I've been doing the business for five years now, and besides last summer, I would tend to take summers off. Um, I found it was the hardest time to reach out to people, even though that's when we were at the pool and doing things with more like socially. And so my thought was, is that, oh, this is how I used to be, but now I have a team. And so I'm not just letting myself down, but I'm letting my team down as well.
0: Okay. Um, Okay. So, circumstance I got a virus on July 26th. Thought the engagement on my team has really dropped since then, makes you feel disappointed. And when you feel disappointed, you criticize yourself, you blame yourself. You compare yourself to others. You specifically said, I think about how you said the pace of the leader or the speed of the leader is the speed of the team. You don't attend most of the calls for prospects or team calls. You don't send reminders to the team or to the prospect calls. You're not doing as many lives. You're copying and pasting posting, but you're not doing self-created posts. You used the word inauthentically posting. You're not reaching out to new people. And then you're judging self for this new habit, right? So you're, <laughs> you're sort of catastrophizing a little bit there and also living in the past a little bit. I also see coming through because you're like looking back at how you used to be. And now you're like, and now I have this team and it's now ruining it for them. And I can't control any of it because I got a virus.
1: Right, you got it.
0: Yes, and really in the end, the result is I'm not engaged.
1: All right, and I feel like I'm not now being a good enough leader. Right. This. But,
0: but really the result of all of that is I'm not engaged. Right. And then you just had a thought about that, which is, and that means I'm not a good leader, which is a whole other model, right? Cause then there's going to come a feeling and a bunch of actions and another result, Right. And super common to have a thought about a result. Right. And so <laughs> When you look at that result of every time I think this thought, the engagement on my team has really dropped since then, your result is I'm not engaged. Is that what you want?
1: No, that is not what I want.
0: Okay. And so interestingly enough, another thing that I'm noticing here a little bit, not, not, not huge, but very, very subtly, almost that we can't even notice it is a little bit of victimization with the virus. Like it's the virus that's causing this, and I have no control because it's making me so tired.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I, I think it's the virus, and then the other thought, which probably isn't part of this, but my feeling is like we're, the world kind of really here where I live, opened up with schools all going back full-time, five days a week. And so now everyone is crazy busy like they were before the virus happened, where they have less time. Oh, this
0: is such an interesting thought that I see so many people have. In fact, I taught a 30-minute workshop on it at our retreat that we just did for our team uh, last month. And, and I think it's uh, so interesting to me that people are buying into this notion that people are busier and not on their phones as much. And guess what? Those phones are as addictive as heroin. And the fact that people think that people aren't on their phones as much now, because the world has opened up, like is, is, is just, I mean. I'm like, they're on their phones. They're on their phones just as much. In fact, you could make the argument that people are on their phones more now since it's opened up because now more people shop online, more people have had to switch to virtual, more people have moved that into their lives, right? Like who goes into a store anymore? Everyone's so well-trained to everything online now, right?
1: (coughs) And my thought is a little bit more that they're more distracted even though they're on their phones more um they've got to drive their kids to school or drive their kids to their activities and and their phone is there but they get distracted so they can't focus on anything as much
0: and the reason why we know that's a thought is because I can combat it back with another thought of I know when they're buffering so much more now with their phones because they're like, oh, carpool. I hate carpool. Carpool makes me so anxious. I better get on my phone to buffer out of this negative feeling, right? Yeah. (laughs) Let's go back to the model that we're working on because now we're like in another model, right? And I'm not holding good space for you as a coach because I'm giving you all my opinions and thoughts just to be funny, right? So back to what we were working on before. When you see, when when you, when you look at this, and this is something that's so common, and so many of us have done this over the last 18 months, is um, this victimization of this virus, right? We're like, oh my gosh, this virus, it's, it's doing all these things to me. And some of you will disagree with me on this and you'll say, but it is, I'm so sick. Like I can't do anything. I can't think my brain fog is so horrible. I am so tired. Right. And I can't do anything because of my physical limitations. And what I want to help people see, and this is why I'm so glad you brought this up because obviously again, in your situation, this is very small. I don't, I don't see this, you know, as like a huge blazing fire in what you did. It was so small. We almost missed it, but it's, it's big for a lot of people. So I feel like they're going to relate to this a lot when they, uh, when they, when they listen to this. And that is because the virus is just the circumstance, That's all it is in everything. It's the circumstance. And then we have thoughts about it and reactions to it that create all the feelings. And so when we realize and have awareness that that's what's happening, whether it should or shouldn't happen that way, it's what experience do you want to create around it? What thoughts do you want to choose around it? It's there. It's not going away. We can't change the circumstance, right? Like we think we can. We're like, oh yes, yes, yes. <coughs> if we homeschool the kids, the virus will go away. Still there. Don't know why I'm still miserable about it. Cause I thought if I changed the circumstance, it would fix the problem, but I'm still miserable right? That's just one example. There's tons and tons of examples, right? Um, And so when you you look at it in this way, if it's the circumstance and the thoughts I have about it create my experience, it's are you giving your power away to it or are you taking it back, right? So, In this situation, the engagement on my team has really stopped since then. That thought that you're choosing is creating this feeling of disappointed. And then all the actions that you listed out, which were so good, you you were, you were so good at explaining all the little nitty gritty things, having awareness around it. And then the result I'm not engaged is coming from this thought that it's down because of this virus. But it's down because of this thought, is it not?
1: I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure. I understand.
0: Um, so, what does what does like let's let's look at it from this from this point of view. <clears throat> the engagement on my team has really dropped since then. Should it be up?
1: Why? Because we ha- have awesome products, and uh, we have a when when our community was together, um, when people were showing up, we are having uh, learning and having fun, and um, being able to um, encourage each other. And since I kind of feel like I step back from this, it feels like everyone's siloed. And so that community is not as great.
0: And you think it's because you got this virus.
1: Right. Which caused me in my thoughts, it caused me to step back. Um, and so therefore people weren't doing things together as much.
0: And so why is engagement
1: still down now? <clears throat> I tell myself, my thought, my Mm -hmm. thought is because everyone's so crazy busy that they don't want to get on a call because they're doing 10 different things with being out of the house. And then so therefore they have less time to make for themselves for this business.
0: So this is like higher level coaching here because she has a model on top of a model, right? It's that one that we were, we were we were tempted to go into before. And so I am going to go into a little bit here because I feel like hmm, there's a lot of clarity around this first model of the engagement on my team has really dropped since then, except one of the things that I want to hit before we address this other model is that <laughs> the engagement is down on your team because you're choosing this thought. The engagement on my team has really dropped since then.
1: I have the thought it's happened. Yeah. And
0: it's happening. And because I'm thinking that, I'm not engaged.
1: Approaching people from a different perspective when I am. More of it, like I said at the beginning, scarcity and fear versus abundance and yeah, blessings.
0: You're like living in the past. You're like, yeah, this thing happened. And... Now we can't go forward because this thing happened.
1: I don't want that anymore.
0: (laughs) Right. And so it's kind of interesting. In fact, my feel it Friday message tomorrow that I'm teaching you about is all about past and future focused. Right. Mm -hmm. And mm, when we try to go forward A lot of times what we do is we look to our past to see if it's something we can do in the future. Instantly, we're like, well, um, okay, so in the past, this is what I've been able to achieve. So in the future, I can or cannot do it based off of that past research that I've just done on myself in my head with all my thoughts that aren't facts. Right. Like, yeah. Like as I've set goals for this coaching business and where I want it to be in October and then six months from then, and then a year from then, it's so interesting to observe what I did. I instantly went into the past and thought, well, well, when I had success in my network marketing business, this is how many people I was able to get to join in my first month. And then by six months, this is how many people I had been able to be on subscription in my six month. And so I could set a number about that number. And then in my year mark, I had about this many people on subscription. So in my coaching business, I think it's possible that I could have about that many people by my year mark. Like it's so fascinating what we do as humans when we are living in the past and we think we're being so smart. We're like, yes, see, I'm using this. I'm using these, these facts from my past to project my future. And I am just so intelligent and I'm not saying it's, 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 it's not useful. I mean, it, it is useful to get information and make projections. And, you know, we, they do this in the scientific community as well. Right. But there's no reason to argue with the past and wish it were different which is a little bit what's going on right now with you, right? You're like, oh, we were doing so well until I got this virus and it messed it all up.
1: Right. Yeah, I think I am doing that. You're right.
0: Yeah. But is that like, it did it mess it all up?
1: Well, my, it <laughs> so then my first thought was, well, if it didn't mess it up, then what did? was what's the answer to that? People being busy and being distracted with other things that are going on.
0: Wait, say that again. It cut out. A People
1: minute. are like my, my leaders are, be, are busier today with other things that they're now out of the house more. And so they're not as focused.
0: It's kind of interesting that your brain is, is like what I'm observing is, um, and, and this is not a criticism by any means, but there's nowhere that's saying me. Which I find fascinating because I was expecting you to say, me, I'm the problem.
1: Well, I do feel that way too.
0: But that was not what you said. You said it was the virus and then my team is just busy. Like there was nowhere where your brain instantly went to like me, even though you I think, might be thinking that.
1: I think that the virus made me feel tired and less than, which therefore then that was that kind of that crossroads for people to be like, okay, I'm doing all these other things together.
0: it's, It's always so fascinating to me when we have like a physical illness, because there is physical illness and then there's, um, and there's actual physical pain and then there's emotional pain. And sometimes they're so intertwined, like specifically with this virus, right? Like you're physically tired, but then you have a thought about how tired you are and that gives you an emotion and then you take actions from it, right? And I also had this a year ago, last September, and I remember it was a challenge because I had all these physical ailments from it, brain fog, headache, fatigue, body aches, fever. I was napping three times a day, right? And yet I still managed to be in all my team threads, get on the team calls. I looked haggard <laughs> and people were like, what's wrong with you? I was like, allergies. Cause back then you didn't talk about it. You didn't want anyone to know you had it. Cause there was so much shame around it. I still think there's some of that now, but that's just my thought. Right. Um, and so what I'm interested to know is, what are some other ways of interpreting this result on your team that you're not engaged?
1: Here's some other thoughts
0: on that? What are some other interpretations of it? Like the way you're interpreting it is the engagement on my team has really dropped since then and it shouldn't have, or I wish it didn't. What are some other ways to interpret
1: that? Um, I mean, my, my the thing I th- that I think of is that people, like I've got a teacher now teaching full-time and I've got somebody else who's working and then plays golf at night or someone who does, they have other activities or um, they don't see the bigger vision of what this business could be for them. So they have chosen not to focus on it. So what's bothering you the
0: most about the engagement on your team dropping since then? It's like not letting me hear the first part of your sentence. So if you don't talk long enough, it doesn't show up.
1: (laughs) Oh, sorry. I think it's the community. Like I really liked our Monday night calls with the community. There was about 10 of us and we would talk and laugh and learn. And I've missed that, I think. I mean, I, you know, I miss helping them, um, with things also, but the community is the number one thing I've missed. Is
0: it possible that the community is still there?
1: Yes. And that they're busy and they're coming, going to come back. Like, I don't think no one has told me they're stopping. It's more of what I'm, my thoughts are based on what I, my thoughts.
0: And you said you miss the community. Do you want the community back? I like the community, yes. So how could you get it back?
1: I mean, I, we still, I still have Monday night meetings and um, we had one person come to it on Monday versus 10. Um, and not everyone's local. I mean, I do have some that are local and have had people over uh, for like convention and things, but I don't, I don't know. I mean, I, I, (laughs) I know we're not supposed to say that, (laughs) but I don't know.
0: (laughs) Let's, let's just take a guess. How could you get the community back?
1: Uh, Well, the community will, in my head, it has to grow and change. So it has to be not just this the community that was, but add new people to create the new excitement um, so that they want to be part of it. And how could you do that? Um, I could, well, first by talking to people and trying to get them to share, but even if they don't want to share, have them feel like a safe place just to gather, um, maybe do like a Panera bread, get together for lunch or come to my house on the deck and spend time or something like that. That doesn't have to be about the business, but also just about the community.
0: Okay. So you could plan a lunch. Mm -hmm. Okay. Maybe you write that down and say, I'm going to plan a lunch. When could you plan a lunch?
1: I could plan a lunch for next week.
0: Oh, perfect. Okay. Something interesting that I'm observing is like, there's almost like, like some black and white thinking here where you're like, the old community is gone. And in order to get it back, I'm going to have to create something totally new. Yeah.
1: I tend to, I don't know why I think that way, but I tend to be very black and white. Because you're human.
0: There you go. Being <laughs> human again with black and white thinking, right? Yes. Yeah. So what are some other ways that you could bring the community back? One um, of the things that- Where did the community go to? Because that's fascinating also. Because we're talking like, about it as if it's gone and we're <laughs> rebuilding it now, but where did well, it go? All,
1: I mean, they're all still here. Interesting. And, but and interesting
0: we all still is like other. It's lost <laughs> and it's gone and I have to re- recreate it.
1: I think I just miss it.
0: You're like, it died.
1: I, Is it gone? I don't, I don't know. I'm probably not gone. It's probably still there. People are still supporting and I still talk to, you know, and work, try to work with um, um them. And some are more open to working and some are more, I'm trying to work on this thing or that thing instead. Um, so it hasn't real. It hasn't died because we're still supporting and caring and um, encouraging each other, but not at the same level we were. Okay, so you're gonna. You had the
0: idea to have a lunch. What else can we
1: do? To the other things, create is- community with the new people or or the current people um is to talk to each of my leaders and see if they want to do something with their their community okay Um, what what would that look like um it could be anything from just a get together like for coffee kind of something similar okay um
0: so you're going to do like a leader get together for
1: coffee Right. When but also for their that? people. When could you plan that? Well, I feel like the, the lunch thing tends to be the leaders that come and not the users for the community. Okay. So okay. when you're asking, I find that it's probably the same thing. Although next week, I'm hoping um, one of my leaders is has asked a lot of her local people to get together and said that we all have the same company and um, that we're all taking the same products. And so why don't we get together and have some community and we can learn more about how these products help us.
0: So do you want to have two different meetings or one meeting?
1: I'm open to different, both options.
0: Well, let's decide and then you can plan.
1: Um, Right now, I almost feel like... um, like I can have one with my leaders and then have my leaders have one with their people. Um, their people are always welcome at mine, but I find that since they don't know me as well, um, they'll go to one of their friends' places versus mine since I'm more of a stranger.
0: Okay. So um, hmm. the Panera get-together next week is going to be for your leaders, it sounds
1: like. No, it's actually one of my leaders has her friends coming. That take okay. the it.
0: So what's the one that you're going to plan for your leaders? Is that the coffee one?
1: Yeah, I'm going to do a coffee one.
0: And are you going to do it before the Panera or after the Panera thing?
1: After, because I think we're going to try to do the Panera one um, at the beginning of the week next week.
0: Okay. Okay. So you're going to have the Panera thing at the beginning of the week next week. And then what day are you going to arrange to do the coffee thing with
1: your leaders? I would like to do it, I think... On a Thursday night.
0: Okay. So maybe just pencil that in. And how are you going to let people know that it's happening?
1: I'm going to send individual messages.
0: And what day do you think you want to do that on?
1: What's that? I could do that later today.
0: Okay. So maybe write that down. And the time you're going to do that today. And look at how engaged you are.
1: Yeah. Right? Because I feel like I'm doing things.
0: You, You are doing things. You're not just feeling like it. You're actually doing things. And look at the difference in that thought. There's this thought, the engagement on my team has really dropped since then. And then you feel disappointed and you're like, uh, oh, criticize self. Well, you you to look at it like, like a big slab of marble, right? We have like this big slab of marble. I'm going to draw it on here because I'm such a visual learner. So you have this big slab of marble, right? And you're like, oh, here I am. My brain's at the top of the big slab of marble. And then I can choose this one thought, which is, the engagement on my team has really dropped since then or actually this this would be the circumstance up here circumstance which would be virus july 26th right yes and then and then everything else is the slab of marble, right? So there's this one thought where we think the engagement on my team has really dropped since then. And it's like, <sighs> and then we're like, Oh, I'm just so disappointed. <sighs> and then we're like, Oh, criticize flame victimize live in the past don't post, don't message. And we're like doing all this over here. Right. Or what else is optional to us? Is this thought of, you said, I feel like I'm doing something. And that's like, that's like this other option. Like, I feel like I'm doing something. And what feeling comes up for you when you have that thought? Excitement excited. And then I write it down. And then I follow through later. And then I go to the Panera thing. And then I do the coffee thing. And this one, the result is I'm not engaged. And my guess is that if we put I feel like I'm doing something into a model. My guess, 99% positive. The result is I'm doing something. Yep. Both are available to you. And it's a choice. You can choose the thought, the engagement on my team has really dropped since then. I'm writing it down. The engagement on my team has really dropped since then. Or... This is thought number one, or there's this other thought optional to you, which is I'm feeling like I'm doing something. And that's thought number two. Now, of course, we know there's unlimited options of thoughts here. These are just the two that your brain has gone to today. Yeah, And they both go down the marble in different directions. One leads to I'm not engaged. And the other one leads to I'm doing something.
1: You get to pick your result. I like the one I'm doing something.
0: And... The thing that's interesting is that the circumstance didn't change. You got the virus on July 26th. It's just the circumstance. It's what you think about it that creates your experience. I remember so vividly being a little girl in the back of my mom's Subaru. She had the hatchback Subaru. And we had the cassette tape holder. She gave it to me this summer. She's like, look what I found. Of course, it didn't even have the George Michael tape in it. I'm so disappointed. (laughs) I have to find it on Amazon now. And then I'm going to have to find a device to play it on with my Paula Abdul tape that I've saved since high school, right? But I remember laying in the back of we used to go skiing every single Saturday and Sunday when I grew up. I lived in I lived I was born in California, but first through fifth grade, I lived in Utah because my parents were divorced and I went to live with my mom temporarily for five years. Then she moved to Taiwan. I moved back to California. I finished being raised in California, went to college there partially. And so we would go skiing every Saturday and Sunday living in Utah. We lived very, very close to the ski resorts. And I remember one day being in the back of the car. And I said, mom, I feel so sick. I just, I'm just, I I feel so awful. And she was like, think positively and you'll feel better. And I was like, no, I won't. I am sick. I'm so sick. I'm dying back here. Can't you see? And that is a very, you know, small memory that has stuck with me for my life. And when you're feeling sick and you're telling someone I'm feeling sick and they tell you to think positively, you just want to middle finger them. Basically, you're like, you have no heart. You don't know how sick I am. Right. And I am not saying that your physical ailments are not happening and that they're not horrible. They might be. Right. But it's your thoughts about all of them that are going to create your experience, whether you like it or not. Right. There is this girl on Instagram that I have followed, um, Tia B. Stokes, have you? She's fighting leukemia. She's a mom here in Utah, and she's been fighting leukemia now for two years basically through the entire pandemic. And she is able to share how miserable her days are, but also what she does to try to create an experience through that. Not always happy, but she is such an epitome of I create my own experience and I take my power back when I do, right? So I remember when she was going through her leukemia treatment, she got the virus and could not receive any treatment for it and could not have anyone with her in hospital room. And she talked about how awful it was to not be able to take any medicine and her body had no immune system to fight it. And I just remember watching her cry on her video, but then when she got her energy back, she started dancing again because she was a dancer and is a dancer. And she has danced her way through her leukemia treatment. And now she has survived, but her body is so inflamed from all the treatment that it looks like she's gained a significant amount of weight and received a lot of criticism on social media because of it. And she's like, I know. I don't like it, but I can't control it. And I'm still dancing. (laughs) And it's just such an inspiration to see what the power of our minds can do in our lives. Even though we're sick, we feel awful. We have this virus or whatever else. And there are physical ailments. And then we have thoughts about those physical ailments. And that either makes it worse or makes it better. And it's all up to you how you want to experience it. You get a pick. And some days you might be like, yeah, yeah, my whole body hurts. And I choose to think that this is awful and I just want to die. And um, this is a nightmare that won't end. And I just want to feel that way today. And you get to. You totally get to. And then tomorrow you might be so tired of having that thought of this is a nightmare that's never going to end. And you might decide. Today, I don't want to believe that. I want to believe that I'm going to get better. And I don't know when. And I'm going to feel sad about that right now, but I'm going to get better. We have the choice of the thoughts we choose to think about our circumstances. And they do create our experience. And it's always going to be 50-50. 50% of it's going to be negative and 50% of it's going to be positive. And you get to experience it the way you want to. So Lisa, thanks for getting coached today on this. So appreciate it.
1: Thank you so much. This was awesome.
0: Cannot wait to see how your Panera lunch goes and your coffee date with your leaders.
1: I'll let you know.
0: I cannot look forward to it. You're welcome. Okay, Teresa, it's your turn.
2: Hi, Emily. Can you hear me?
0: Yes, I can hear you. What can I help you with?
2: Well, um, first I want to say thank you for all that you are doing. You are I call this your ministry you are giving and supporting and you are very smart. I was on your call yesterday. So, you are you. smart.
0: So, thank you. And you are so, so welcome.
2: Yes. So, um, you know, the idea of thoughts and and capturing your thoughts before they spiral you into a place that you don't want to go has been something that I have um helped others with tremendously. I'm a pastor's wife and I love to pour into other people. I love to point out when they are believing a lie, just a flat out lie. Um, but when it comes to myself, I feel like it's harder to pinpoint those things that are in my life. And so this thought, these, um, you know, the training that you're doing has helped me to Kind of evaluate a little bit more and think, nope, that's a thought. But I have a hundred thoughts, thousands of thoughts that I know that I need to figure out uh, that I need to deal with. Um, so um, here's a couple of my thoughts, and you can just pick what you want. But um, I have been with Plexus for six years, um, six and a, a little bit over six years. Um, I grew very slowly. Um, and part of it was, I feel like that's where I needed to be for my growth. You know, I needed to grow. I was, um, when I first got my first samples, I was, I thought it was, I didn't want anyone to know. And it was kind of like a drug deal. Like, don't let anyone know. That's what it felt like. Um, and so I've really grown and I feel like the Lord has used this to grow my confidence and to grow just in so many ways. Um, I am a hard worker and um, that is something that I don't say that out of pride. I just, I work hard and I, you know, if I see a a, a goal in front of me, I am going to do what I can to meet that goal. Um, however, um, I don't know how to encourage others to do that. So I don't feel like I know how to be a good leader, although there are lots of data points that point to me being a good leader. Um, I, I uh, follow up with my people. I um, help them. I support them. I make phone calls to corporate if they need help. I troubleshoot with them. I, um, I have 50 to 20 minute calls with them weekly and so on. So I know that those don't connect. Um, uh, The other thing I feel like is that um, when I do try to uh, build a community, uh, for instance, in my Facebook group, that's just my group or have a call um, many times people don't show up. And so therefore it points to me feeling like no one, oh, uh, you know, the, the, the thought is no one cares what I think. No one really is getting helped by me. Um, and even though I do, you know, in, in the other data points I have value to bring, I'm a pastor's wife, but I'm also a personal trainer. So I feel like I do have value. Um, and yet the thought gets in there and, um, yeah, so those are
0: some of my thoughts. I think it's really fascinating that hmm, you're one of the things that you're doing for yourself when you have this thought, I don't know how to be a good leader is you did something that is really high level thought coaching, which is you looked for other things that are true. It was like you, without even my help, you instantly went to, well, and I know that what else is true is that Mm -hmm. I follow up, I support, I troubleshoot. I do 15 to 20 minute leader calls, but also no one cares what I think. No one is getting helped by me. Right. And so can you think of, is there like a specific event that happened that made you think I don't know how to be a good leader recently that you can think of?
2: Um,
0: no, that's <laughs> okay. That's okay. We can just take, we can just take this thought here of, I don't know how to be a good leader. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what's the problem with that?
2: Um, I'm not sure if this is what you're asking, but um I uh I feel like I am um pretty um I don't know if you're familiar with strength funders, but I'm um I have discipline developer. So both of those together really do work well. I also have harmony and belief, which is not so good, but they're all good. But anyway, um what I feel like is I I believe in my head that I don't have a system down to reproduce to give to someone um, that's very clear, and so therefore, I feel like I'm I'm trying to uh, drip on people and trying to help people, but it's so scattered that although I feel like I'm doing a o, i am doing I know I'm doing an okay job to me, because I have that discipline and developer, it feels scattered. Does that make sense?
0: How do we know that you have a good system?
2: Uh, You know, I guess for me, it's, it feels good when I have a checklist of things that I can do every day. And, um, do you have that right
0: like,
2: now? No, I don't because here's the, here's the illustration that I have. Um, I I'm a homeschooler. I'm all, all done, all done now. Uh, all my kids, I have five kids, but they're all, my youngest just went to college and, um, there's so many homeschool curriculums around there that I would always look at I was always like, oh, we should be doing that. Oh, we should be doing that. Oh, we should be doing that. And this feels the same. Um, There's so many uh, IPA sheets and things you can do. And I had the thought today that I just need to pick one and don't look at anything else and just do it. Um, But instead, I shut down and don't choose any of it because they all look good they all look great. And I feel like I need to pick the best one instead of just pick one, do it and move on. And that's hard for me.
0: It's like that black and white thinking rearing an ugly head. It's like, there is a wrong and a right way. And Mm -hmm. there's all this Mm -hmm. drama around picking Mm -hmm. the right one. Yep. And it's so heavy. Right. Like I don't know if anyone saw my reel that I did yesterday on my coaching account on Instagram, Emily Gibson Coaching. And mm-hmm. I I had my dog on my lap. We were out by the pool and my, my mm-hmm. daughter and her friends mm-hmm. were behind me. And it said, Am I the drama? I don't think mm-hmm. I'm the drama. Maybe I'm the drama. Am I the mm-hmm. I don't think I'm the villain? And what I talked about in there is that you are the drama. 100% of the time, your thoughts are the drama. And we create this drama around things. There's so much drama around picking the perfect, the exact right worksheet. And if we don't pick the right one, then we will fail or it won't be the best. It's all in or all out, right? Mm-hmm. And what my what I'm curious to know is that if you're doing that in homeschool? Are you? Is it possible that you're doing that as a leader as well?
2: Oh, a hundred percent. That what is exactly. Yeah. Do you
0: have of that? <sighs>
2: um. Well, because I can't pick a, I let's just give it an IPA cha- sheet. My because I can't pick an IPA sheet. I don't have one, which I. I have a leader that needs a checklist that needs a checklist. And so, because I can't pick one, I've offered her two or three that she could pick, but still haven't, um, just picked one and the whole team does it, you know, like, I I don't know.
0: know that she needs a checklist. She's told me she said she needs a checklist. She needs a list of things to do. So we could like, that's a circumstance. We can say leader said to me, I need a checklist. Mm -hmm. And what do you think about that when she says that?
2: I'm not sure which one to to send to
1: her.
0: Okay, this (laughs) is great. We're going to use this. We're just going to run with
1: this
0: (laughs) leader in the circumstance line. I'm going to put it on here so you guys can see this because I love teaching you how to use the model on little things like this, right? Okay, so in the circumstance line, we have to put facts, which means if we're going to use something that someone else is doing, it has to be in quotations exactly what they said because that's a fact, they said it, right? Mm-hmm. So what was the leader's name? Can we use her name? Or do you want yeah. to just say leader?
2: Uh, Kirsten, that's fine. Okay,
0: oh, this is a hard one to spell. Okay.
2: K I R S T I N.
0: Okay. Okay, Kirsten says I need an IPA worksheet? Is that what she said or what did she say exactly? I
2: need lists. I need to to know what to do.
0: I need lists to know what to do. Okay. I need lists to know what to do and see what, what oftentimes we do is we think our circumstances, I don't know how to be a good leader. You're like, this is just a fact. This is, this is what some people will do when they're learning about being, having awareness over their thoughts. They think that's a circumstance, but it's not, it's the thought that you have about something factual, right? So the fact is Kirsten says, I need lists to know what to do. And your thought about it was, I don't know which one to give her, Mm -hmm. right? I don't know which one to give her. Is that accurate?
2: That is accurate. I mean, I gave, pretty much, I gave her, I gave her a couple of lists. But your um, thought think, about
0: when she said, this is what I want to know.
2: Yes. I go, I don't know what to do.
0: <laughs> I don't know yes. what to do. Okay. Yes. So yes. instead of, I don't know which one to give her, you thought, I don't know. I don't what know what. Do. Yes. Yes. Okay. And when you think, I don't know what to do, what feeling like go back to that moment where she sent it to you in a message or on the phone or what was it?
2: Um, it was, uh, we, uh, were, it was on a zoom because we were meeting on Tuesdays and Thursdays, um, doing, um, kind of a, a IPA hour, 30, 30 minute, like work kind of a work with me kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Were there other people on the call or just you and her?
2: This time it was just her and I. Yeah. Okay.
0: Kirsten says on a Zoom call, I need lists to know what to do. Mm -hmm. You think I don't know what to do. And Mm -hmm. in that moment, you feel what? Paralyzed. Paralyzed. And when you felt paralyzed, I want you to go back to that specific moment on that Zoom call when you thought, I don't know what to do. And you felt paralyzed then what did you do?
2: What I told her is I will look for some, uh, what I felt was paralyzed, but what I told her was I will look for some sheets and, and send you some ideas.
0: Okay, so you told her I would look for some sheets and ideas. And what was going on inside of your head when you told her that?
2: Panic, panic. Okay. Like, where am I going to find these things? Okay. I need to find, I need to find a sheet that she will, you know, yeah, panic.
0: Okay. So you were, um, uh, maybe doing a little bit of like futurizing, like trying to figure out how you're going to find that in your head, like thinking about, Mm -hmm. yeah, thinking about, Uh, so futurizing how to find, um, sheets. What else were you doing in your head when you were feeling paralyzed? When you told her, you know, you were going to look for the sheets. What else was going on in your head when you did that?
2: Um, I, I, I don't know.
0: Were you thinking, were you thinking, were you doubting that you were going to find the right one? No. So you knew you were going to find the right one. I was, I was
2: going to send her a couple. I, she could choose which one she wanted, but I was going to send her a couple. I knew, I knew I, I could get her one. I just, um, yeah, there's this feeling of just not knowing how to take people to the next step. And this has I don't know, that's a different thing, but um it comes out it come it it enters my mind at this time. Like so
0: it there she, is some yeah. self doubt happening here then. Mm-hmm. I'm observing yeah, yeah. that there is some self doubt happening and mm-hmm. a little bit of um judgment of self here. Like, I should know what to do. Yep. And I don't.
2: hmm
0: Right? Um, what are you not doing when you're paralyzed?
2: Uh being paralyzed means I'm not doing like when I'm paralyzed I don't do anything. But um, you in this do case, you did do I did. I did. Yeah, I did do things, and so it felt like there. It, when I say paralyzed, I guess it was just like a panic inside. You know, it's like oh, okay, I need to figure out how to. Do. So it's less paralyzed and more um, panicky.
0: So if you um, had to pick you know, one emotion you would pick mm-hmm. panic instead of paralyzed
2: probably because i did do something you know i did i did take action but you
0: can feel um, paralyzed and still take action in fact you will always take action from any emotion even paralyzed it's mm-hmm. just a it's just a feeling that you're describing with a word called paralyzed it doesn't mean that yeah. you are actually paralyzed and not moving. That's just the feeling that you're having. And then you, even though you think you're not taking action from being paralyzed, you are. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So if you had to describe that feeling in one word, when you thought, I don't know what to do, would you say it was paralyzed or panic?
2: I think paralyzed because that's the theme of when someone comes to me and wants to grow their business. And I, it's the same feeling like paralyzed and very filled with self-doubt. Like, and I'm the hardest person on myself around like people.
0: So criticizing self here also happens. Oh yes. Yes. Okay. Anything else? Like, because It's so interesting because you, you telling yourself, you do nothing when you're paralyzed, but actually you're doing a lot of things up in your head and you're even Mm -hmm. taking action and getting things done, right? Like you're like, yep, I told her I was going to go look for some sheets. And in my mind, I was thinking about where I was going to find the sheets and I was having self-doubt and I was judging myself and I was criticizing myself. Mm Mm-hmm. Is there anything that you are avoiding doing when you feel paralyzed? Because you're actually doing quite a bit, but what are the things that you are not doing when you're paralyzed?
2: Um, I don't think I understand the question. I I will say when you're,
0: when you're out of it now, Mm -hmm. if you were to give advice to someone who was in your shoes. Like, let's say Mm
2: -hmm. that
0: you, you look at yourself in that situation and, and we look at you from like future self, who is not a paralyzed leader, who knows exactly what to do. And you look back at your person who you are now, what advice would you give this girl who feels paralyzed? What would you tell her to do when she doesn't know what to do? Um,
2: Uh, I guess I would say, take a step back and ask yourself what you do. I I don't, I don't really know. Okay.
0: So this is, this is, this is something that I want to point out. You are avoiding tapping in to your own wisdom. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Because when you're not in the experience, you're like, well, what I, what I would tell myself to do is like, step back and tell her what you would do.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Right. So, so what you're not doing when you're feeling paralyzed is you're not tapping into your own wisdom. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else that you're not doing
2: Um, well, I feel like what got me there is not being pro, like, I think what got me paralyzed is, is the black and white kind of stuff, but also feeling like I was not proactive with my leaders to be able to, to go ahead and give them this. They had to ask. And so that,
0: yeah. What's making you paralyzed is the thoughts. I don't know what to do. Yeah.
2: Yes. Yes.
0: That's what's making you paralyzed. Uh, That yes. Right. And yep. And the thought is coming from Kirsten says on a Zoom call, I need lists to know what to do. You think I don't know what to do. You feel paralyzed. Then You tell her you're going to look for some sheets and ideas. You futurize how to find the sheets in your mind. You have self-doubt. You judge self. You criticize self. And you avoid tapping into your own wisdom. And your result is really, I don't, what?
2: I don't know how to lead. I don't, I don't
0: lead. Well, I Although, don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't lead me.
2: Very true. Very true.
0: Fascinating. Isn't it?
2: Yeah. Yep. And it, it kind of goes back to what I said at the very beginning that I can help a lot of other people, but when it comes to sitting and evaluating and leading myself, I don't really do a good job.
0: (laughs) But that's just a thought.
2: Yep. Yep. Yep.
0: And another result I see here is I don't trust myself. Yes, you're right. I don't trust myself. And so it's no wonder you don't think that you're a good leader. And we can why, have why, passion that. Why ourselves
2: in that. Why do, you, why do you say that? It's no wonder that you don't think you're a good leader.
0: Because... You're choosing this thought, I don't know what to do, and it's going to always give you the result, I don't lead me, and I don't trust myself. So, of course, you think you're not a good leader. Because in order to be a good leader, we have to invest in ourselves. Do we not?
2: Yeah, yeah, we do.
0: It starts with you. In order to lead others well, we have to lead ourselves well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: In order to, in order for others to trust us, we have to first mm-hmm. trust ourselves.
2: Makes sense. That yes. Makes sense. Yeah. So
0: it's easy to have compassion for ourselves here. It would be tempting to criticize ourselves and be like, "Oh gosh, see." I can't even lead myself. I should be. What's wrong with me? I'm a pastor's wife. I can help everyone but myself. It's no wonder I don't lead me is showing up in your result here. It makes sense. Yep. Yep. But it's not because you are lacking anything as a leader, it's because you choose this thought I don't know what to
1: do. Yep.
0: I'm going to share an experience with you and then we'll end just to ponder on a few weeks ago. I had a friend who was here in Utah on vacation with metastatic breast cancer. You might have seen some of the posts about her. Her name is Dawn Mm -hmm. and she had some medical complications where she had to be in the ICU for five days. And then sadly she passed away.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Incredible community support. If you saw the story, Mm -hmm. just, I don't want to go into it here because it's not the point of what I'm telling you, but in the hospital on the very last day, when we had, When a large community of people came together to fundraise money to get her family there in time to see her before she Mm -hmm. passed away, uh, chartered two private airplanes to get her daughter there who had been working on a cruise ship in the Bahamas, Mm -hmm. got her there in time. And right before the family came, Dawn's sister said to me, how are we going to tell everyone what's happening? And I said, we're not, the doctor is going to do that. They are trained to deal with these things. And I was like, so sure that the doctor was going to know the perfect thing to say to her children and her mom. Mm -hmm. And I said to her sister, I said, The the doctor that is, that God God knew this was all going to happen before it happened. I really, truly believed that, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And I I Mm -hmm. believed it so strongly. And I was like, he has, we've had such great doctors this whole time. And the perfect doctor has been saved for this last day. Who's going to do this. We don't even have Mm -hmm. to worry about it. And then we saw the doctor and we explained to the doctor, we're going to need you to have like the perfect words to say to the family when they get here. And the doctor's response was, I have never talked to children before and I wouldn't even know what to say. And I immediately looked at Don's sister and I said, okay, it's going to be me. I'm going to do it. And I know exactly what I'm going to say. And imagine if I had, if my thought had been, oh my gosh, I don't know what I'm going to say to her children. Mm-hmm. I would have shown up in such a different way. But I truly, because I had cleaned up my thoughts around it before it had even happened. My, my first thought was, it's me. It was me all along. It was always going to be me. And mm-hmm. I've got this. And I just decided that I was going to know what to say. And I said exactly what needed to be said. I said what I would say to my kids. What I would want someone to say to my kids. And I won't share what I said because it's so private and personal, but The point is that we get to decide what we want to believe. And when we choose a thought like, I don't know what to do, we instantly turn off the wisdom that we Mm -hmm. have within us. That's helpful. And so whenever you hear yourself say, I don't know what to do. I want you to reply to your brain and say, let's just take a guess. Let's just take a guess. What would we say? And I promise you, your brain will answer. And you have wisdom within you that you can tap into. And I believe, I believe. That God has totally got you. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that too. Yeah. Super powerful. Yeah. Thanks for getting coached today.
2: Thank you for having me.
0: You are so welcome. And we will see you guys back here tomorrow. All right. Bye-bye. Bye